We welcome you to the We Love Arabian Horses podcast. We host multiple opportunities to learn more about the Arabian horse breeds shared for horse lovers of all ages. Contact us if you'd like to learn more about sponsor opportunities. And we're back with part two with Michael Byatt. And we are talking about what Michael Byatt's breeding program has met on the world stage. Because there's horses in every country, probably starting with Brazil through the Middle East and Europe. Um, another thing I remember about when, when we would visit years ago is you, would, you told me you had visited the Middle East and you'd stay out in the tents with the Bedouins. And so you've had a perspective on the world stage and for many years. What's it meant for you to have your horses, the Marwans, the, the Bessons all over the world? I mean, there's, Michael Byatt bred horses all over the world. And that's, to me, that's really impressive and says a lot about your thought for the Arabian horse. I, the, the way my life lined out was just kind of a, a miracle of, uh, you know, I disagree when people say there's no such thing as luck that, um, you know, you worked hard, you did, and I did all that, but luck definitely, I mean, the stars aligned when it came to this horse thing for me, because, you know, starting with Denerka, I just, just, yep. you know, I was, I was 21 years old. I was, I just was passionate about horses and this little black filly goes in and wins Scottsdale. And I got a phone call from some people in Sweden would you like to come show horses for us in Paris that year? And I, it was landline. I pretended I, uh, just a second, well, I've got to check something. And I, I said, oh, yeah, I can do that. So the stars aligned. I got that Philly. I got started going to Europe in 1981. I met some people and was able to start going to the Middle East in 1985. And I... Loved showing horses. I loved being around horses. I people understood how infectiously passionate and love I was with this. So I just got exposed more and more and had I was able to see horses and make decisions. But true credit to the Michael Byatt brand, it never would have happened without Shaka really the way it did because without without Qatar and without Shakab, I still would have had an influence because, you know, I, I bringing in Enchanter Magic when I brought him in to show, you know, I loved his spirit and his athleticism and so many things about him and breeding him to the Sapphire daughter who, who produced credit to society who when bred to Besson produced H.B. Besselea, who bred to Marwan has produced Banderos, Bahir, Besselina, Bavaria, uh, that dynasty of horses. So it's, it, there, there are additions on top of the Shaka thing, but Shaka, because of the unlimited budget and the, the, the way they let the canvas just roll out and let, me and those involved with them do, make choices and select horses and be a part of it in tandem with what I was doing. 
in other parts of the world, it, it just gave me this huge platform that had I not had a few lucky breaks because there are people that worked as hard as I am that were as good as me, but just for whatever reason, just didn't have that luck. So I, I had a vision of what I wanted that we've already spoken about. I enthusiastically pursued every opportunity that I could and visited. I traveled 250 days a year for 30 years just trying to make the most of every opportunity that was presented in influence. And I love this. I absolutely love breeding horses and I love horses are oxygen to me. So, you know, that name of Michael Byatt Arabian horses all over the world, it was a lot of good things converging and uh, higher powers blessing me with this opportunity. Very good. Traveling in, in Europe, in the Middle East, in Brazil, what were some of the, the or your favorite horses that you saw while you were traveling abroad that maybe we didn't get to see in the United States? Well, wow. Um, we've seen most, most of mine ended up bringing to the United States, those that I really loved. I mean, I, uh, I don't know that there are too many that, I, that we didn't get to see because when I was, when I had the idea that I, you know, everybody said Aladid would never come to the U.S. They, uh, Sheikh Hamad would never, because that was his favorite, his ideal. And I just relentlessly pursued, because I thought that was about the most perfect horse, you know, as far as the, Gladys Brown Edwards, Ethereal Arabian. Mm -hmm. so he he was there was a mare in, in Europe named Tifaha, who was a straight Egyptian mare that was something that you would dream about. There there were horses like that, but you know, largely the horses in Brazil they ended up coming and going. Um, I I can't think of one that comes right off the top of my head that we didn't get to see finally in one way or the other. There are horses that I. I wish I had been able to see. I I'd love to have seen Aswan. That would have been interesting. Yeah. yeah some of the old horses in Poland would have been great, but I can't think of one I saw that I wasn't actually fortunate enough to be able to end up getting here. The, one of the first horses I saw ever when I, that 81 Paris show was El Chaplan. And I thought, oh, wow, that is just such a beautiful horse. And we really hadn't seen lot of him and I then he came and we got to benefit from him as a breeding horse in the U.S. and so sure yeah and your influence on the Polish stud farms with Gazal I mean some beautiful horses there again credit to Shakab and Sheikh Hamid and Merrick Trailer had a vision at that point because he did he loved Marwan and saw that colt but he as soon as that show is over, he's, who's the father? Who is the father of this horse? Sure. And, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to have my name connected to those pieces of history, but I don't get the credit. There are too many people that were uh, involved in, in the outcome of those things happening that I, I was a part, I was a spoke in the wheel. A, a big spoke, a big spoke for sure. Um, what are your plans to continue your worldwide tour that you've been doing for 40 years. You're going to continue your 
breeding and showing and we're we're continuing to downsize and from i used to, there was a point in my horse life that we had 350 horses under my care and management and we have 50 horses now and it's it's nice because we enjoy it in a different way and i i um i i want to do what i want to do i don't necessarily I don't want to have a training program. I don't want to have a, a lot of running around. I want to show those few horses that inspire me to get up and look at them every day and that bring me such joy. And, you know, I, I love, I love having a few horses to keep me relevant and, and still enjoying this because I do, I just can't imagine this being ever out of my life, but to, to get up and just show all over the world. I don't want to, I'm not interested in that. I'm, I'm interested in going and being with people that I want to have dinner with, that I want to go to the horse show with. I, I, I'm not interested in just, just going to work. Enjoying, you're able to enjoy what you've done for so long. Enjoy yeah. the people you've met, your relationships. That, that is what I love. Of your That's work. That is, that's, that's where I'm at. And uh, like you, I'm a, a new grandparent and you know, the, those things, I, I, I'm not sure I wouldn't go see August Evelyn buy it over going to a horse show. I don't know. I think I'd have to go see the granddaughter. Absolutely. I still want to go to those horse shows, but they're like the world changes. I met one of your daughters at Aachen a few years ago and I just couldn't believe how much time had passed and how, you know, the priorities realign and it was just so cool. And seeing you as a grandparent, I know that, you know, neither you nor me are going to pick up and go to every horse show that we're asked to go to anymore. We've been, been there, done that. We've done it, but we'll go to the ones where we want to and hopefully we can see each other. Hope so. I, I can't wait till that happens. Yes. So that is part two of Michael Byatt and his worldwide presence on the Arabian horse breed. Um, I can't thank you enough for doing the interview with me and for being a friend and for being a mentor. And, you know, I just know when I was training horses, if I had a problem, I could call you and in two seconds, that's what people don't realize. To me, you're the smartest horseman ever. Because I could call you and, and what would take me a little time to figure out, you'd say, do this, this, and in two seconds, I do that. And I'm like, done, fixed. So your knowledge, your, the way you look through a horse and, and see how it reacts is no one does it like you. No one does it like you 30 years ago and no one does it like you today. Um, I've talked to the judges at Scottsdale and, and, you know, the horses that were presented, the colt that you showed, I mean, just was presented beautifully. And that's, it's always graceful when you show a horse. Um, well, Dan, you've made me proud as, as you've, as your career have watched you and watched your national championships, you've made me super proud of you. And it's, it's a friendship that is so mutually beneficial and, Love to you and your family, and I appreciate you caring enough to 
ask me my opinion about something 30 years ago and today. You're welcome. Thank you and love you and your family. For those of you who don't Thanks. know, Michael Byatt was in my wedding and I was in his wedding and they were two really good parties. <laughs> really good parties. <laughs> they were great. They were great. And here's to lots more. Thank you very much, my friend. Thanks again for listening today and watch for our upcoming podcasts. We Love Arabian Horses is an ambassador community that promotes Arabian horses with fellow horse lovers globally. If you love this podcast and would like to hear more like it, make sure to subscribe to We Love Arabian Horses on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you're listening right now. To share ideas for topics and guests with us, and to learn more about sponsorship opportunities, send us an email to hello at weloveArabianHorses.com.